There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, mm. pico de gallo, oh. purple cabbage, Yummy. and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina chicken menu at Taco Bell. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, and look over there. Wow. Is that oh, culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. And I want to know your journey. Yeah. So let's just fill everybody in. Um, yeah. There's been a gap in cultural knowledge that's been bridged, I would say, since the last episode. It's only been a week. It's only I been a started. week, but tell me, has everything not changed or has everything changed? Everything's changed. It's a true, it's a true f- uh, inflection point in my life. It really is. And that is? It's, um, I'm, I'm on the Survivor train now. I'm yes, watching baby. Survivor. Can't believe I've slept on it for this long. Oof. For the past 20 years. Is it not the best thing you've done for yourself in Quar. Here's what it is. For me, I don't know if this is everybody's experience. Well, for I have so much to say about this. I have so yeah. much to say about this outside of even just the show. But Oh, I mean, same. Well, here, here we go. Oh, yeah. and, and They you don't call a- it a social experiment for no reason. No. And that's actually rule of culture number 18. They, they don't, don't call, call a survivor social a social experiment, experiment for, for no, no reason. reason. Elaborate. I, I want to say that the reason why I think it's such a... For, I, just, I just think it's having a moment right now. Where mm. a lot of people are starting Survivor, um, but I, for me, it's like if I'm watching any old regular scripted show, reality show, where I'm like, oh, those people are at a bar and they're hanging out. Like I get sad. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, I'm not experiencing that. But I'm, if I'm watching Survivor, it's very interesting because they're, these are people who I would not trade places with even now, and they're suffering, no. and they're, I mean, they 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 get to socialize and touch other people, which is nice, but. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, it's 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 a really therapeutic watch where I'm like, ah, if they can get through 39 days of this, I can get through 39 more. You know what I'm saying? And we like, have now passed 39 days. So I was actually thinking to myself, I like, started on day 39 of my quarantine. I started Survivor on day 39, and that's huge and makes you iconic. Yes. And I just want to say that I was thinking to myself in my own home, yeah, about how it had been 39 days, and I was like, can you imagine going on an mm. island, a hot island hunt? Hot island during the Hun. day, per- perchance cold at night. Perchance. And this is something they don't tell you about Survivor, is it's hot during the day, but it is but cold, it's cold at, night. at night. And that you know that's actually real culture number 40. You know, on, on Survivor, Survivor, it's hot, it's hot during, during the, the day, day, but it's, it's cold, cold at, at night. night. And that's part of it, babe. That's part of it. But I was thinking, how, okay, this is literally so hard. And I think that it is something, there's something to watching someone who is in a worse situation than us right now yes, yes. do their day to day. Now, did you know, and I know that you know because you're the one who alerted me to it, but the Survivor Reddit has heard that we have begun watching Survivor. And this, this, is my, this, is my, this is my whole sort of meta layer uh, sort of opinion on all this is that, mm-hmm. like, this is going to be my I don't think so, honey, but, like... We are addressing you, Reddit. It doesn't even apply to... It's not even Reddit. It doesn't even, and it doesn't even specifically apply to Survivor. Here's what I'm going to say. Any fandom is... Oh implicitly like pathetic and makes you a toxic person <laughs> no. if you're if you're such a fan of something that like okay first of all let's just give context there apparently there was a reddit a reddit thread on the survivor sub reddit where someone was like man all these social media gays quote unquote are yeah. really watching survivor now and i have such weird feelings about it because i want people to watch the show because i'm a fan but i'm protective of my 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 fandom, which I get, yeah. but then but then this person goes on to say, like for example, I just watched Bo and Yang on his Insta story talk about how <laughs> a thirteen year old season, a thirteen year old season, how Jonathan <laughs> and Candace, <laughs> Bo Bowen's t- hot take was Jonathan and Candace mutinied to Rero to ethnically cleanse Rero, which is not even a take; it's just factually what happened. Let's give a little bit of context here. Let's we have to give a little bit of context you here, go. which is Bowen is watching the season of Survivor, which is called Survivor Cook Islands, which it has been also dubbed Survivor Race Wars because what they Very did was, premise. and this was this was CBS's fault. They split the tribes up into the races. Yes. Okay? So this was controversial on their part. And so when people are on Survivor, often what you do is you stick with your tribe to get numbers. And so yes. it, it appeared that contestants were like, we gotta stick with our quote-unquote tribe. Except, it, except you literally had Jonathan Penner say things, and I quote, we got to get rid of the Asians. It's like, excuse right. me. I mean, maybe he should have used the tribe's name there. Maybe, no, maybe well, Penner should have used. The yes, tribe's name absolutely. There. But it's like you. No, 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 no. But Matt, here's the thing. It would you would never flip it. it you never saw it flipped. Where like team, like like team um, team formerly Puka was like, we got to get rid of the white people. You mm. you never you never like it's it's, it's like, there's there's no like reverse equivalent. There's no inverted equivalent. It's like. Whatever. I don't. I don't have. To, I don't. I, I'm not going to use my powers of persuasion to be like this is actually what happened. And like, but people on this Reddit thread were like, "Wow, <laughs> gotta love snarky gays who come up with a hot take on a season that's 13 years old." I'm like, it's not even a hot take. It's like, that's this is happened. my interpretation of what happened. And it's like, okay, so then I shouldn't. So now I'm just like totally fine with not commenting on anything. Um, no, for the stupid. rest of my no, truly, no, truly. I'm not even being dramatic. I'm like, but this is what I'm really. This is what I'm realizing. I'm scoping out onto every k- kind of fandom, like whether it's like. 
I'm dealing with like Final Fantasy bullshit, even SNL people who like love the show. I'm like, oh, the fact that you are so obsessed with this franchise, any franchise, and have such strong opinions about it, um, to not even invite any other opinion, uh, an opinion that seems like too new or is outside of like what you're familiar with, like forget it. I don't. Well, I don't deal a lot with it. of people are protective over the things that they love, and that, yes! pr that protective nature. Let me say something, and that protective nature can sometimes extend to I actually don't want anyone watching this but me, and I'm right about it, right? Which is not true and is dangerous. But that, but that's where they're coming from. But that's sure. it's such a slippery slope to 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 get to that place because now it's like you even now it's like the drag race people fandom who like are sending death threats to like some New York queens this season. I'm like, y'all, I mean, yeah. I mean, and <laughs> any obsessive fandom is cuckoo crazy. That yeah. being said, I would love you to be obsessed with me, hun. Yeah. yeah. Start a Reddit for Matt Rogers and have your opinions. Mm -hmm. And and please, and while you're at it, can someone explain to me Reddit? Because every time I go on Reddit, I'm like, what is this, is that, is this? It's a message board. I don't know, but I don't know how to do it. I I, I feel that Reddit is difficult to navigate. It's it's not. Spend like, you know, a few hours with it, get to know it, maybe right. Google, Google a damn, you know, how-to page that has a damn legend for you and, and, you, right, can, fine. and you can learn your way around. I'll do my research, but while I do my research, all Survivor fans should know that we are here and we're not going anywhere. No. And we're going to be watching the show. And we're and, catching up to you. And also, we're coming at you with our hot takes for seasons not even just 13 years old, but 20 years old. Bitch. Oh, yeah. I will watch Survivor Season 2 Australia and have something to say yes. about Miss Hasselbeck. Miss Okay. And you will hear my opinion right now in the moment when I see fit. Because I couldn't, I didn't have the emotional intelligence at age 10, 11, age 12. I know, To yeah. say the way I feel. And so now I will watch Survivor Race Wars and I will have an opinion. Thank you. Now, do you want to talk a little bit about your Survivor quarantine experience? Or? I'm doing a Survivor on Instagram. Yeah, This is true. Funny. It's called it's called Survivor Quarantine. And I can't say anything about my gameplay. I just okay. would recommend everyone follow at Survivor underscore quarantine and root for me. Also, a contestant on the show is the one and only... Mary, Mary Holland. Holland. Yes. Who we talked about last week with Lauren Lapkus, and it's almost like the fates brought her into my I life. I love that. Now, and so you um, can follow all the happenings. I hope you are a gay man who wins um, this reality competition. I'm watching Survive at China right now. I spoiled it for myself, but a gay man wins that one. You'd spoiled it for yourself. And I spoiled that, but that's okay. I'm still, I'm still going to enjoy it. We have our guest today. Speaking of a gay man winning. Speaking of a gay man winning a reality and, and winning an Olympic medal Speaking for that of, matter. Speaking of... Oh, honey, national champion. Well, okay, bitch. A, an Olympian and also the winner oh, of Dancing saying, with the Stars. I, I, he has that Mirabelle trophy with Miss Jenna. Yes. And we were. And first of all, we give a shout out to Miss Jenna. We give a shout out to Miss Jenna, who was who was our girl that is our guest today's partner on the show. And let me can I say something about Dancing with the Stars? Please. They could never do it without their partners. And it's rule of culture number eleven on Dancing, Dancing with, the, with stars, the Stars. They, they could, could never, never do, do it without, without their, partners. their partners. And this is a reality show competition show that has stood the test of time as well. Stood the test of time as well. You don't get that many of them in the culture. You really don't. No, but this is someone who you know dance is beautifully on the ballroom and on the ice. Mm, 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 mm. And he's dancing into short form mobile content. Yes. Short form mobile daily content. Daily. Okay. We're talking about Miss Quibby. Miss Quibby. And the three, I mean, all three of us at this point have Quibby. Uh, 
Quibby, Quibby, Quibby blood, you know? We, we're all Quibby girls. And actually, Quib- it's a front runner for title of ep. Quibby, Quibby girls. girls. <laughs> and it's actually a front runner for title of ep. I find that it's stomping to the front of the pack. Yes. It's saying, are, no, I'm here. I don't think I don't think it's just Quibby girls. I think it's just to fully quote the sentence. It's, we are all of us Quibby girls. We are all of us. We are, comma, all Quib- of us. us Quibby, Quibby girls. girls. And the thing is... um. This I want I want this individual to stomp the floor the way he stomped the world stage. Oh yeah. And I want him to tell us all about the Quibi show and all about everything that's going on and spill all the tea yes. about the Olympics. I have lots of questions about the Olympics. Bo and Yang, we've never had an Olympic athlete on we have this not, podcast. We've never had an Olympic athlete on this podcast. I'm so excited. So everyone... we have to get our other sister Gus on here one of these days, but he didn't get here first. That's he didn't sure. get here first. I mean, we our guest is breaking new ground for this podcast, which is so important. Yeah. Now, everyone, please welcome into your ears. Wow, you guys, I, I have to tell you, it's like my dream to be here. And what, what? honestly, what, first of all, thank you for shouting out Miss Jenna. Miss Jenna. Miss Jenna. Absolutely. A star. Um, she she is a star. She absolutely is a star. Do you keep uh, in touch? Oh, yeah. We talk all the time, actually. Wow. I love. To go from yeah. someone you used to touch all the time, and now you you, you got to figure oh. out your other ways to touch. I know it's uh, uh you know it's a journey. Um, I will say I'm a little brush burned at the moment, but brush I burned. will um survive. I think. Yeah. What do you now? What do you mean brush burn? This is. I mean me. just uh, it's just, you know, I think at first when you feel like there's not much like for you to do, I found myself on Pornhub.com. Oh, often. I see. Brush burned. Gotcha. Brush burned. Brush yeah. burned. Uh, yeah. Brushy, but not bloody, so I'm fine. No, you haven't broken the skin as of yet. Yeah, and I think when you break skin, that's when you have to, I think, famously take a sabbatical. (laughs) Guys, I'm I'm noticing something in my in my um meat beating habits. Yeah, what? I got I gotta I gotta beat a little heart stronger these days. I, I don't know if it's, really? if it's I'm, that I'm getting I'm older. Desensitized. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, completely. I, I need actually like a full Ringling Brothers circus act going on uh, mm-hmm. behind the, because now nothing's doing it for me anymore. Right. I mean, that's a, a few weeks ago. I had done it so much that the bottom like had a solid consistency. I'm talking about my penis here. Yeah. Uh, the bottom of my penis like was a consistency, solid. and, and mm. then the red like like it was quote unquote erect. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And so I found that the bottom half of it would stay erect and then the top half of it was like the buck stops here wow, and it sort of wow. broke over in the middle and I was like oh you're tired aren't you you're it's pretty me- impressive you can isolate I mean let me tell you I don't know if I don't know if it's impressive or if it's concerning that your cartilage is your cartilage isn't talking to each other what I'm saying is my I broke my dick jacking off in quarantine and I reach out to all the readers and all the girls out there that might be listening to this and say if you have a broken dick from jacking off too much I understand you I see you Matt is really out here repping the hive of people who have titanic dicks who just like split and that shows up in your like reddit thread which (laughs) also i don't know how to use reddit because i was listening to and i was like i also don't know how to use reddit it's because i would imagine that they discuss you quite a bit well well, i don't know because i don't know how to i don't know i honestly have never been on it because it's too intimidating there's not enough pictures i agree (sighs) Uh thank you it's too verbal it's too too verbal yeah yeah too many throw strain. in a stock image. Throw yeah. in a fucking Getty. Thank you. Mm. 100%. Can we throw in a Getty? It's actually rule of culture number 20. Throw Can in a throw Getty. In a Getty. Can we throw in a Getty? Can we throw one in? Wow. Um, um wait, wait, listen, we're thrilled that you are here. 
I I mean, that makes three of us. We're so excited. We're so excited. Adam, okay, I you're not the first, can I can I say something? Please. You're not the first Olympian I've talked to in the last week, I would say, because I ended up somehow on a Zoom game night with um, a bunch of beautiful Asian people, among them, Alex Shibutani and Apollo Ono. And uh, they, wow. they were talking among between themselves. I was just like a fly on the wall listening. Right. To, I mean, we were all like on the same Zoom, but they were talking about, they think that the McDonald's in every Olympic village mm-hmm. is like, a sabotage plot from the Americans to overfeed the other country's Olympians so that they fuck them they fuck their bodies up by the time their events come up. I mean, what? talking about survivor race wars. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you talking know. about. Bring yeah. it to the forefront. Let's Bring have it to the the forefront. Discussion. So here's the thing. Like, you know, the McDonald's is notoriously like in the Olympic Village, like in the cafeteria. Now yeah. I have to use my my hands to show you. Please, please. Um, Podcasts are a visual medium. Absolutely. And um, it's a dance. Um, it's a, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. So um, when you're there, you're like, they have a McDonald's tucked in the corner. And fi- like, usually the only people who go there, they've either like, they've either finished competing, they're celebrating, or they're feeling sorry for themselves. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, so like, I didn't really see anybody over there at first, except I saw the, the curlers they were over there mm. and I, and you know, I would run into them and they were super nice. And I kept thinking every time I saw them over at by the McDonald's, I walked away every single time was like, it's such a shame that they're not doing well. <laughs> you know, it's such a shame. They're such good people. Oh, it's such a shame. They're them. so kind. Those yeah. curlers are so, they have such a good nature. They uh, Honestly, they're good. But that's, that's good people. Yeah. <laughs> curling breeds a really good person. And so, uh, you know, one day I wake up and it's like the American curling team has won the Olympics for the first time in so many years. And I'm yes. like, you know what? That does check out. Uh, yeah. That does check out. Um, I don't know. But I, I mean, I didn't have it until the very end, until which I gorged myself like I was training for a, a Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Is it a really large McDonald's? It's a I, very tiny yeah. Oh, uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. It's intimate, romantic. I would even go as far yes. as saying it crosses over into a restaurant. Truly, yes, intimate yeah. restaurant. Okay, now, but this is such this is such interesting contours of experience for all Olympians who don't don't really openly talk about it. So I just I just wanted your 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 anything you want to know. I'm literally to tell you all okay. I all, I love that the Olympics are a thing. I celebrate them. I I, I watch them. But what I really <laughs> want to know is about what goes down in the Olympic Village. Okay, I'll tell you, because I i mean, of course, I was the thinnest I ever was in my life. I was ready to go. Snatched. I was snatched. I was going into the tanning salons. I had this yes. skin color I, I deserved, but didn't. You were ready for with. the world stage at that I was, moment. Absolutely. I got my eyebrows and eyelashes tinted. I was ready yes. for the spotlight. Are you kidding? <laughs> I was ready for prime time. Yes. And um, you were like, what did Mike Pence say? I have a statement on that. (laughs) Absolutely. And I was like, and now take my picture. And so I was absolutely ready for anything when I shut up there. And I was like, I've heard it's just a fuck fast. Yeah. It's big Uh fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I cannot wait for what this is. Obviously, I'm going to stay focused on my trade. Yeah. Um, 
because I'm a worker, if anything. I have mm-hmm. a job. I will finish my job. Yes. So I, I walk in and, um, you know, this is, I'm just walking in with my bags, uh, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. And I, you know, the, the stories are that, like, they have baskets of condoms everywhere. Yeah, these oh. are the stories. So I, first of all, the Olympic Village is basically, it's some sort of living situation that the city can then take over. So that, like, the cities are left with something and not basically, like, a wasteland. Right. So uh-huh. our Olympic Village was these high-rise condo buildings. So I lived oh, in a three-bedroom condo with five people. Okay. okay. So I shared a room with someone. We had one teammate that had his own room, and then uh, I we had roommates on the other side. Everything else is covered in plastic. There's no refrigerator. There's no sink. The only thing that's like installed is a toilet. So it's very bare bones. It's you low have a question. It's oh, it's low B. It's LB. Are you LB. kidding? Yeah. The there were their funds were not put into this. So okay. you're saying that this this kind of sh- this shattered your illusion of like it being this like beautiful sex resort or I would say broke, not shattered because okay. I was yeah, still right. on uh, obviously a, a path of finding where are the condoms. Yeah, right. even if at this point, because you know it's so funny because I went to the Olympics at 28. Yeah. Um. My I had teammates that were like 17 and 18, and I kept thinking, you know what? If I was like that age and super horny, obviously you'll just you know you fuck in a stairwell. You'll yes! tell uh, you, all you'll your roommates be popping off. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But yeah. like when you're 28, you're like, I kind of don't want to like have everyone in the living room or like yeah. You know, and also right. you eat the McDonald's and then like it's in your body in a different way than it was when you were 17. It hits different. It yeah. hits different. Girl. It hits There's- different. There's so much so, setup now at our age, you know? Uh, uh, mm. Yeah. You know, everything is a prelude to the main mm-hmm. orchestra. And so the work. I, yeah, thank you. Um, and so then I was like, well, I can't find the condoms anywhere. So one thing that happens when you're at the Olympics is you can get randomly drug tested at any time. Yes. Oh. And um, I have famously been drug tested a million times. Like when, you know, randomly when you're at home too, they'll just show up. They'll call you. They'll be like, we're outside. We need a sample right wow. now, which is you have to pee in front of them. I've had wow. one situation where I will share <gasps> on this podcast with you where I Please, had to take a news. shit. <laughs> and there was, you know how sometimes, I, I don't know, I have the power of, you know how you had the power to have an erectic up to the middle and then your body said no? That's yeah, Matt's right. power. That's that, Matt's I, power. That, that was just, I have to, just let me just clarify for all the readers, it was just this, this in this quarantine, okay? Usually it's, <laughs> usually it stands up like the fucking Empire Washington State Monument, yeah. honey. <laughs> and I do mean it's pointed at the end. It's sharpened like a damn pencil these days. Continue. <laughs> you got a contour. Yes. Yes. So then, um, so I'm thinking like, I need to think of an escape route. Well, so like the guy who comes in, he had come to my house so many times that I knew his name already. And yeah. so we have to, the protocol is you have to show nipple to knee so that they know that you're not like faking it or like you can't go into the bathroom and come out because like people will, in theory, you could have a fake sample like waiting to go. So you need to, they just look, they're not like So they have to see your body. Visual confirmation that you're pissing. 
Absolutely. Yes. Wow. And like I said, I was I was rail thin. I didn't mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what's this know? guy? What's this guy's deal? What what was he all about? He's just like he just works for like the U.S. Anti Doping Agency. Yeah, sure. USADA. So I just you know it would it, sometimes he would come over. I'd have to like have a cup of coffee and like ten glasses of water. We'd talk for a little bit, and I I pee in front of him and leave. I yeah. mean, basically, sounds like any date I've ever been. On. I smell a rom com. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 I, yeah. absolutely. It's <laughs> Hallmark. Hallmark. Coming. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> he comes over and I'm realizing I have to take a shit. Um, oh, no. I'm thinking, I'll, obviously, I can prairie dog it, suck it back in, and yeah. I'll just deal with it later. But I'm realizing that this is a diarrhea. Oh. And I there's nothing that, I can that, do. That feeling when you're peeing and it's not like you can do just one. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's that feeling when you're peeing, but you realize it's from the back. Uh-huh. Right. And I remember thinking, I was like, I wonder if I can convince my body to like move the fluids that I know are going to come from the back. And just visually, because, you know, they say as an Olympic athlete, that visualization is important. It's a very important part of being an athlete that I was trying to visualize just the all the liquid just moving to the front to maybe see if I could channel it. And I spent maybe a good, probably a wasted 10 minutes feeling that out for myself, um, realizing, unfortunately, it wasn't going to happen. So I looked at, um, this is the last drug test I ever had. And I looked at, um, his name was Emilio. I said, Emilio, I am so sorry that I know this, you know, I'm retiring. This is the last time you're ever going to come to my house and I'm going to have to take a shit at you and look like a sad dog. So I sat on the toilet and had to take a diarrhea in front of my drug tester. And you didn't have to do it in front of him. You could have told him to leave the room. No, you have to. No, he (gasps) has to watch his body produce the urine, Bowen. So the thing is, is that like if he left, I'd have to just do another sample later, which like when you have to. No, no, are you kidding? I was on a schedule. Yeah, you were on some schedule. Yeah. (laughs) At the time. (laughs) The girl was right there, there, everywhere. Oh my God. So, but at Olympics, they don't ask for urine. They ask for blood. Kinky. Um, yes. Yeah. Jesus. So they ask for blood. So then you, they, you, they pick you up and you have to go to like the medical room. So when I went to the medical room and now it all comes together is where I finally found the condoms. And they were not anything like what I had wanted. I thought they'd have the rings printed on them. I thought no, it would be fanfare. Damn. Yeah. And what but, was it? Just some like blue plastic nothing it was a purple thing that said in korean generic condom no yes and i have generic it said these are olympians yeah you can't even make them you can't even fluff the people up these are olympians about to have sex (laughs) isn't that make them feel like kings and queens terrible terrible some walgreen reject that's what it was but did you get did you get any dick in the olympic village no don't no no and that's also not we we don't the oh, people don't have I'm to so, know. I'm sorry. Are we are we being coy now after no. the diarrhea <laughs> no, story? No, we aren't. Obviously, as <laughs> I was giving blood and urine, I was giving it out like it was a fucking party. You favor. were ready to go. I was ready. I was. What do you want from me, anyone? It's, it's so crazy. Like those have to be the hottest men in the world. 
I think the summer games are where it's truly at See, because and it's hot. Yeah. Basically, their outfits are like you know, it's, it's you're shirtless or you're outside or you're you're sweating. You know, the the winter sports are more about covering up, except for like figure skating. You have right. to just look like a cold whore. But, but like yeah. everything, of everything course. else is just bundle. Right, I I do have to say, as someone who grew up in Colorado and like grew up around ski culture, there's something very the the fact that you are bundled up is potentially a turn on to some My, myself included where it's like it's the mystery it's the mystery and like you're in the lodge and you see people taking off the helmets and the jackets and you're like okay yeah so there's something going on there and it's and, foreplay and it's, it's foreplay and yeah. also not for nothing but the performance and the costumery and <laughs> the tightness of the costumery and you actually said three words before which will always give me like a memory boner, which were the words Apollo Anton Ono. He right. was a Apollo. huge sexual awakening for me. Yeah, huge. Sure, sure, I, sure. I, don't, I don't think I knew my penis could feel that way oh, before, yeah. I, before I saw him on the Olympics and I was like, oh, that's what, my, that's what it is. Why my penis is top to bottom erect. Oh, uh, there were no. It, it was it was a northbound train. There northbound. was no ifs ands or buts. There was no question. This thing was hard top to bottom. Wow, amazing! Yeah, amazing. Apollo Anton Ono was. He was also an awakening for me. Oh, I mean, yeah. what was his first games? What was it? Uh, Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. Yeah, that yeah. Makes I think sense. It was, Wow. Well, we're all basically the same age. I we're think all, so. Like 30, 30? right? Yeah. 30. Yeah. 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 So that that uh, so that I checks guess out. Our, our penises were all um sort of In on sync. the same clock. Yeah. Now, yeah. okay, and and please let please let us know if this is if this is too prying, but could part of the reason that maybe you didn't really have sex in the Olympic Village, it, does it have to do with the fact that we're at this age now where it's like there is a little bit too much set up there's too much prelude to sex. There's too much like, I I gotta because like I don't even like. <laughs> He's like no, no, no. Okay, <laughs> no. Um, I, I'll say that you know what it was. It was like I by the time I was done competing, that I knew that there was like a lot of fanfare going on around me. Yeah, yeah. That I yeah. also wasn't trying to like capitalize on it. Yeah. Well, well not, I just no, I, not, you'd have to do like you'd have to either like ask all your roommates to leave and, right. or like like there was just too, it was too much juggling. I get it. And I also it. not for nothing, but you probably were one of the most famous people there. Like yeah. so so there is also the thing of like you know, you, there was like this like sort of America's sweetheart narrative around you and then it's mm -hmm. like what happens if they find out what America's sweetheart actually do? Oh, <laughs> who cares? Exactly. We're past it's something it. we have to. It's something that we no, Quibi girls have to think about. We Quibi girls. We Quibi girls are us. We in Quibi the, girls in the Quibi Little girl women. demographic. Yeah. We are. We are actually. I'm sorry to say it, but hoes. And yeah. I sometimes feel if some of these little girls buying McDonald's toys found out about the hoes, you know, <laughs> They'd, yeah. They'd buy into it, I think, even more. I think, that, I think that in the back of their mind, they have an Apollo Anton Ono moment. Well, who doesn't? But they don't, they a little don't know. soul patch? <laughs> you couldn't have told me that wasn't the hottest thing in the world. I, I mean, I never even... I thought, I, at first, I was like, that's weird. And then I kept... I couldn't stop looking. He's so handsome. Very He's handsome. so hot. And also, the ass was mag Pop. magnificent. Yeah. Has that a lovely a, that wife was a now. Species. That it was, was a species. It was, it was its own thing. It was competing in another event. Mm -hmm. Has a looks, lovely wife. Looks has a lovely wife. Looks looks. I think looks better than ever. I agree. 
And you know, thank I you for at, saying that, Bowen. I, I completely agree. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. I wait. I ha- I have to say, as Quibi girls, we have a squeaky clean image to uphold <laughs> by true. virtue of us completely. being Quibi girls. You know. Yes. Okay. Quibi, the like, uh, pri- you know, obviously known as the Christian platform. The Christian so. platform. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, all our shows have very Christian undertones. Like, absolutely. if you really, if you really watch game show, it's actually about God. Yeah. And it's a. It's well, about- I felt God in the room when I watch it. Which I buy. I by the way, I love game show. It's fantastic. Thank you, so babe. And I actually, love, you know, love, love. we reached out about you being a wise queer, but she was busy. I I know, and and I was really really upset about it. Well, next season, you hear that, Quibi? Oh, <laughs> next season is that's, this thing on, baby? Is, is this thing on? That's visualization. You either turn your diary into piss, or you will as season two of Game Show. Let me tell you something. One is definitely going to happen. We hope two happens. I, okay. I, I mean, I can tell you from experience, it didn't. But I, I Darn. see, I see good <laughs> things for you. Darn. We hope so. Um, all right, so we're gonna take a very short break and when mm. we come back we're going to come back with Adam Rapon and we're going to ask him the question that we always ask on this show Bowen that'll be really exciting that'll be so exciting we'll be okay. right back there's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of bubbly bubbly burst refreshing bubbles colorful bottles and playful smiles galore bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible and with no added sugar and low calories there's a lot to smile about Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey. Try new Bubbly Burst. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas that's chime.com forward slash culturistas chime feels like progress the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp bank na or stride bank na members fdic spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply out of network atm withdrawal and otc advance fees may apply terms and conditions apply go to chime.com slash disclosures for details hey i'm matt rogers from las culturistas and i'm bowen yang did you know small businesses make up 99.9 percent of all businesses in the u.s the world is powered by entrepreneurs and if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business 
then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like Cantina Chicken Tacos, burritos, and quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new Cantina Chicken Menu, you, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said. Okay, we're back with Adam. Adam, we're going to ask you the question we ask all of our guests, um, which is, Matt, why don't you ask the question this time? Well, listen, this question is, what was the culture that made you say culture was for you? So definitive, defining definitely pop culture that made you say, okay, this is doing something to me and causing me to become who I am. You know. I, I've i thought about how I wanted to answer this question. Mm. Often pondered... different from how you do answer it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and I wanted to say, you know, watching Nick at night, watching Lucille Ball, obviously. Yes. But when I think about it, and if I were to be honest with myself, I'm looking at myself in the Zoom mirror right yeah. now, yeah. and I want to be honest, and I know <laughs> that if I said Lucille Ball, that that's... No, it's not right. I'm going to tell you, when, when I knew the culture was for me, it was the day Sherry Lewis, the famous ventriloquist, died. What? Now... <laughs> Oh, what? let me elaborate. <laughs> Sherry Lewis, famously, yes. she is lamb chops. Uh, yeah, lamb chop. Thank you so lamb much. Yeah. She is a Peabody winner. She's a twelve-time Emmy-winning ventriloquist. Wow. I loved lamb chop, but I knew the culture was for me. The day she died, it was some. It was like August ninety-eight. And she died, and I gathered all of my lamb chop memorabilia, uh, and I created a shrine in my room. And no. I cried. Oh, oh, babe, Adam. So wait, can we? Because you have, you seem to have a vocabulary about lamb chop and Miss Sherry as well, Bowen. Well, no, I mean, um, excuse me. I don't know this person at all. In Canada, you don't know lamb chop. No, you don't know I, lamb chop. I, I have to tell you, I need an I, I need an education from my sisters. Because because Sherry Lewis was part of Skinny Me Rinky Dinky Dink, Skinny Me Rinky Do. I love you. I love you. Yes, okay. famously. Well, I, yes. I know, of course, I know that Bob. Those are the lyrics. <laughs> Those are of the course, lyrics. Of, of course, I know the Bob. <laughs> it was for, it was truly like that's the Bob. That my my little childhood pantheon was like this Sesame is the song Street. that never ends. Are you yes? Kidding? Oh, oh my yeah. God. She had two number ones. <laughs> two number ones. Multi, multi, multi platinum. It's like if we actually looked, actually looked at the charts, I'd be like, "Yep, it took the boy as mine off the off the charts in September two thousand and one." Yeah, the song that never ends. The song I, that never ends. I love Sherry. And no, no, and I, I remember distinctly. My sister had like a lamb chop, like 
toiletry case or something like little um you know she knew dop kit she knew like she knew. lamb chop like was on the same level as like sesame street and like even like just in terms of like muppets and like puppeteering and stuff right yes. like it was just like it so... wasn't the puppets it was the uh-huh. performance yeah yes. like i always loved it and she was always like she was just her one woman show moving both her hands all she, she all she needed was a camera and a sock and that woman <gasps> could win an emmy and that's what it was for me and it how was do just... you spell sherry Lou? okay wait, wait s-h-a-r-i I'm, I'm looking her up. <laughs> yep <laughs> Oh, I know Miss Sherry Lewis. And she's stunning. Yeah, she was giving you mainstream Reba look. She was giving you that red hair, mama. Yes. Yes. And (laughs) the young girls that were on her hand were often little lambs. The young girls. Now, what was it about the death that like opened up? Like, Was it that you were in such grief that you were like, oh, I care so much about this person? Yeah, I think the thing about the death was that, like, you know, everything was like, I think the one thing why, why Lucille Ball, why she couldn't be it for me, uh-huh. which is, I'm sure, a true regret in her own life if she yes. were to be here now. She's and rolling in her grave, really, because it really was Lucy versus Sherry. I mean, uh, absolutely. It, I that's mean, really Lucy, the narrative. She's, she's, just go, she's going yeah, back and she, forth right yes, now. And I can, I can yes. hear her. I can hear her. I can see her looking at me right now, rolling we her can eyes. Hear, we can hear you, Lucy. We can hear yeah. you. Lucille. We know, I we know. know. And she, uh, the thing that did it was that I I knew she was already dead. So I just, I couldn't form a connection with her. Yes. Um, even though like she she truly like, want, I wanted to perform when I saw like Lucille Ball because like people were clapping and laughing. Yeah. But it was Sherry Lewis that like, I always felt like, oh, I maybe I could meet her or something. <gasps> uh-huh. And then when she died, I, I just felt this sadness, which made me realize that I actually like, loved her yeah this is here can i posit something it's like this kind of happened to me with this like um chinese singer and like the first like pot like my first like moment of standing i can remember as a child but then this also happened again and let me know if i'm onto something when princess die passed away oh my god it was so much concentrated directed like love for one person that you realize as a kid that it imprints on you you're like oh my god i I love this woman. I what an iconic female woman. Like for for little cis gay boys, like that, like that is like a moment for us, right? We're like, oh my god, this is how like pe- someone is worshipped in this right. Way. Sherry Lewis, Sherry was Lewis, the original princess. Yeah, thank yes. you. Actually, yeah, it's a rule of culture and rule culture number thirty three. Sherry, Sherry Lewis was the, the original princess. princess, Di. princess Di. I also yeah. think with the thing of Princess Diane, maybe this has something to do with it too. With um, famously a mother and a mm. young like mother and knowing that she was leaving behind children. And I also do think that there is something, if you actually observe the women that you stand, see if there is some from childhood and from uh, like development, see if there's something similar to them with your mothers, because I've actually thought about this hundred percent for me. Kelly Clarkson is who I stand and her personality is very similar to my mother's. Would you agree Bowen? Very same kind of like, laughing and we're having a good time and isn't this great and like and like oh i don't you know whatever like that kind of whole thing of like come on i'm coming to my house take your shoes off that kind of thing like what she's doing with her talk show right now i knew she was capable of when she was 19 20 years old on american idol i was like that's a mom and i I was like i connect (laughs) no in the best way in the best way I, I completely agree with you because my mom has this, everything is right. And she, there's just one knob that's slightly off that you're like, she is 
she's a little kooky. nutty. She's yeah. kooky. Sherry that's Lewis. What, that's Sherry Lewis. That's Sherry Lewis, famously kooky. Mm. And um, and you know, that's like also like all of the people that I like really enjoy. They're super funny. They're very like vivacious, and they're just a little kooky. kooky. Yeah, they have kooky. that kook button. Absolutely, and it's I- pushed. And it's when it's pushed. I I want to say that my mom very like very like selfless, and I gotta say that's Princess Di for you. My mom is Princess Di. Your mom actually is Princess yeah. Diana. Princess herself. Diana of Wales. Well, you know, um, actually, famously Princess Diana. You know, she gave to many charities, and she found many landmines, many oh. landmines. And oh no, but honestly, like gay icon, like was oh, like for sure, like yeah. like was like. Kind of like reaching out to people with AIDS when, like, when the only other people who were doing that were like Madonna and I don't know. No, in a I'll, real I'll probably, way, absolutely. That's probably not actually accurate, but whatever. no, I mean, she was I'll definitely like it. she was like an AIDS icon. Sure, um, like, like she really like did work. You know, I thought she was kind of done dirty by Drag Race when, not not in the way that Katya did her at all. Like, I thought Katya was incredible, but like, I don't think they gave. Katya they didn't give her a moment. No, no, they didn't, they didn't, like where was the big wedding dress? Like uh, uh, she was wearing a wedding dress, but where was the iconic train? Where was like I mean, like there were so many more funny jokes to make about right. Princess Diana. I thought that Katya was done dirty by the. I agree with atmosphere that. of that performance. Sure, sure. I mean, you you can't pick. I mean, not all rusical parts are created equal, as we know. Yes, they are as not. We know. And um, also, we have a Re- RuPaul's guest. Guess we have a RuPaul's Drag Race guest judge, and not only guest judge, but also helped with the choreo. Helped with the choreo. Helped with the, helped with the I choreo. I really didn't. They said they asked me to help with the choreo, but it was with I was with Travis motherfucking Wall. Yeah, I remember watching it, and I was like, I think Travis might be doing most of this. Yeah, and I was just kind of there, and I'm just sort of like, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course, yeah, I'm Travis. Travis, you took the words right out of my mouth. Exactly. I also and, thought and there the, should be a lift there. Yes. Well, my favorite thing is they're like, okay, Adam, can you like repeat the choreo with Travis? And I'm like, oh no. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I cannot. I cannot. I don't know what he just did. And they're like, they're like, now go up to the Queens and ask them if they're really struggling with it. I'm like, I'm really <gasps> struggling with it. Yeah. I mean, I, I was failing. If I were a queen, I would have been voted off. Oh my God. I mean, how long were you in that? Were you like in the room with them? Like for, for the choreo session? Two hours. Okay. That's, oh, not, that's, yeah. that's reasonable, but still, was, like an hour per ten. team because there was like what, two teams there. But Travis was there all night. Wow, he's no joke. No, he's n- he's not joking. No, <laughs> is <laughs> he a friend of yours? He is. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Travis. Yeah, and he's brilliant. I mean, he's just he's brilliant. Like I I met him uh, a few years ago, and he's just I mean he's so he's so. He's so smart. He is a, like what he puts out is genius. But it's yeah. funny, like when you go into like a situation like that, you really have to like you have to make it look like you're not making something for the least common denominator, and you have to make everybody look like a fucking star. Yeah, o- or they will look like a disaster, and you'll look like a mess. Like it'll it'll just look like your stuff isn't getting put out there correctly. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. I have to say, it's also one of the reasons why I to this that not only do I respect Todrick's um, music and how the bitch always puts together a musical movie video, like with a theme, always, a strong with a theme, theme, with a strong theme, but also. <laughs> His drag race sort of moments that he creates are always the best. They're always so They're great. Todrick is amazing. He is amazing. Well, because he's drag. You yeah. know? He's he is drag. Thank you. Thank like, you. Thank you. Yeah, no, he is. No, Adam, would you would you put Sherry's death 
not, not to go back to this, but okay, was okay. So we'll let, this is my graceless pivot into talking about your Quibi show. This is <laughs> the Stan Useless Celebrity History. And this is how I always saw it, you know? And this is how uh, you always saw the transition. <laughs> coming from a death. Well, Coming um, from a death? August, what? I will say you were right about the date. You were said August 1998, and she did die on August 2nd, 1998. Wow. I, I mean, I remember I remember it coming in uh, like on the news, and my mom being like, Sherry Lewis is dead, and she's like making Hamburger Helper in the background. I'm like, and, and you're going to be so passe? Wow. <laughs> so She was passe. family, Kelly. <laughs> she, was, she was family to us. And yeah. so was Lamb How Chop. dare you? How dare? And, and that's when I collected all of my things. I, I think <laughs> Lamb Chop was also, I, I, I will get to my Quibi show, I promise you, but when I was five, <laughs> I... Um, <laughs> became ill. I had my appendix taken out. Uh huh. And oh. I remember, like, sh- lamb chop is in my mind because I threw up on my lamb chop pillow, which they eventually l- was one of the only things they let me take into the operating oh. room. So lamb chop, like, wow. that's no, it's, see, trauma. That's what, it's trauma. It's, it's trauma. It's trauma. It never leaves you. Well, beauty grows from trauma, and I think that's why truly Sherry Lewis is when I knew the culture was for me. That's beautiful. Okay, so you you can really like pinpoint it to that and explain why like that's that's huge good for you and also puppet culture is comedy culture because i'll say this like sesame street did what it needed to do and it continues to do what it needs to do and the muppets did what they needed to do Mm -hmm. and that was that was some of the best sketch comedy yes it was that you could get muppet show tonight i'm snapping thank you yeah i mean me too they didn't give that. Um, they didn't give the ABC show a shot, a fair shot. The one that was out like a few years ago. No. I mean, it, I, <laughs> everything Muppets that comes out now, I feel like no one takes seriously, and I'm like, you guys have to take this seriously. It's like this is <laughs> Muppets are Muppets are for all time. But yes. some some sometimes they try stuff out, and you're like, okay, let's see how this goes. Remember when they unveiled a, a potential new love interest for Kermit, which was that pig. With a more like with a wider face and wide wider set eyes and like kind of more like boorish. So no, she's like more of like a seductress. Kind of more pig. boorish. No, like more of a seductress <laughs> pig, more so than Miss Piggy. Wow. What? And you're like, this is gonna be an iconic Muppet. And Whoa. then they never really gave this Muppet a shot, this new pig. Well, because I actually have to say I think that's a good idea because what you don't do is what you you don't fuck with Miss Piggy because yeah. that because then I'll tell you what happens. Yeah. Miss Piggy will start with her diva antics and you yes. know that Miss Piggy is the number one diva and the next thing that might happen and you really don't want this to go down is you don't want Miss Piggy to say hi yo. Yeah. <laughs> because she iconically says that. hi yo. And by the way A that is funny every time. Yep. Yeah. And B it means she's going to hit you. You know what? You know what? The best part of <laughs> Muppet Christmas Carol. She's, she's gonna, gonna hurt gonna you. She's gonna hit you. She's gonna hit you. She's gonna hit you. The best and part of Muppet Christmas Carol is when Scrooge Christmas morning at the end goes to um, mm-hmm. Marley's house, and then Miss Piggy is trying to tell off Scrooge and goes, yes. "And you'll be leaving at what?" And <laughs> and then and when Miss Piggy what? says that, you leave. At yeah, no, she is too good. Miss well, you Doug know the, is... the best Christmas album of all time is the Muppets sing with John Denver. Oh, Please baby. Tell us. I don't I don't I'm not familiar you with You don't this know? Is... What? I don't oh, know. I, I have the compact disc. I <gasps> could send you if you John need. Denver was also culture and also talk about another tragic death. Not I nothing. know. I know. So I'm 
I'm so sorry you, to Adam. really break no, this. No, I love no, it. No, I mean, to, it, it, was truly, it was truly me that said it. I'm so. <laughs> about so much death. Oh, my God. I didn't even know he was sick. No, no, no. He died in a plane crash. And it was this thing. Carl, when, you didn't know that? Yeah. Right? When? God. Not years, in the, in the, years in the 90s? And years ago. Let me look this up. In the 90s or in the 80s? This ended yeah, up, look it this up. This ended up me being looking up celebrity deaths. And I got to say... It's always good to have knowledge. All right, so John Denver 97. passed on October 12th, 1997, and it mm. was his plane crashed in Monterey Bay near Pacific Grove, California. Wow. Yeah. So there you it go. It was a failure to refuel and then a subsequent loss of control. Isn't that, that's just so, that's just so I got to say, no celebrity should be getting in small planes and getting going up there. I don't think it ends well. No. You couldn't pay me to get in one of those small planes. Mm, unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, no. I mean, even even Harrison Ford almost had a close call. It's too scary. Or had a close I mean, call. even when you're flying in a huge plane and you feel like it, I no, no bad flyer. I hate turbulence. Not mm. a not a flyer. No, I'm like a drunk flyer. I ha mm. I always need a drink. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, well, I actually like it's it's kind of crazy, but it's the only time I drink IPAs because they make me so tired because they're so heavy and they're so hoppy. I really will pass out. Like and I don't know. Thank God for my like early 20s when I thought when I was trying to like be on Tinder and be like I like IPAs because I saw like other like gays putting them on their dating profiles and so i was always going out with guys and drinking ipas and like getting drunk that's enough a to brand hook up with them it was re it really was my brand at the time like yeah tinder gay trying to be a little bit like masky i, I had a boyfriend that was that like thing. drank ipas mm -hmm. mm. and was was that what it attracted you to him was that one of the things that attracted <laughs> you to him yeah I, it was a, a quality i actually looked for uh, <laughs> wow a personality trait. Um, <laughs> do you have IPAs? Um, do you drink IPAs? Yeah. What is your, what, are, do you have a boyfriend now? I do, yeah. And is this serious? It is serious. We've been together for like uh, two and a half years. Oh, serious. great. Milestones. This is, so this but was during the Olympics. We were talking during the Olympics. Another reason why I, like we, so, okay. So I was at a competition in Finland. Uh-huh. Earlier um, in, well, like later in 2017, so in October of 2017, I was on mm. Tinder, obviously, as you can tell, focused. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Focused. On, Fo on, on the quote unquote trade. When you said before, I was work. When you said before that you were focused on your trade, I was like, I wonder if he means trade or trade as in, in the what craft. sense? Yeah. <laughs> I meant it in like the royal trade. The yes. royal. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I uh, was on Tinder. We matched, never met. And then mm. I, le I left. Um, then I guess a week late, like he was just, he was just super engaging and really cute and just, and he's gorgeous. So uh, we were just talking back and forth. And then we started talking like every day. Mm -hmm. And so we talked and never sent a nude, which I thought wow. was a red flag at first. Yeah. Um, because I was no, thinking something's yeah. got to be up. Something's uh -huh. up. Um, but we talked back and forth and would send each other like long like video messages because we never like synced up our like time change. But I was like, I'm never going to meet him. But I think because of that, I was like so open <gasps> about yes. everything with him. Uh, so we did that for like seven months before he flew to LA and we met. And wow. then that was like two and a half years ago. So he was wow. he was living in Finland before that? Or no, you guys he still just... is. So Great. like he's quarantined like... Wow. In Europe. Yeah, so I, I don't know when he'll be able to 
come back, which oh, that's, that's, yeah. that's rough. I'm sorry that's happening. Oh, it's okay. Are you quarantined? I now I have to get over the death of John Denver, so I at least am distracted. <laughs> that's that's really what I was doing is I was going to throw you another trauma to kind of throw you off the scent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. <laughs> and I'm just sort of like, yeah, okay, okay. sure. Yeah. <laughs> are you are you here in Los Angeles during the choir? I am. Mm. Going to New York. I'm in New York. Oh wow, famously. Yeah, famously yeah. in New Fam- York. It was a gorgeous gorgeous day here today. Um, and and then it just like disarms your um. It just dis- disarms you because I'm like I'm like oh it, it, this this is kind of manageable for a little longer but like it's not no it's no. not I go my my mood um changes violently yeah I'm sometimes uh, the hi- the higher than I've ever been and yeah. then l- lower than I ever thought I would go I'm yeah. like it's it's so wild what this does to your mind yeah yeah my boyfriend found me weeping in the next room he's like what's wrong you like dropped everything and i had to come to me because like every eight days i have like the worst day of my life yeah and then like and then i really convince myself i'm fine for like the seven days leading up and so like i'm just trying to like fill my what is the bullshit you're filling your time with right now yeah um so i had never seen how to get away with murder so i watched (laughs) All of that. Great um, camp. Great camp. What? That's a revelation. First of yeah. all, this isn't, I mean, this could have been my, like, my rant, but I, it won't be. I'll think of something else. Shonda Rhimes. Mm. Stop making characters that I fall in love with for three seasons and then yep. realize that they're the problem. Yep. Oh. Viola yeah. Davis. First of all, I have a big problem. Viola Davis, all of this drama happening in Philadelphia. Go to a real city. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. 100%. As Wait. someone who lived in the, F- the Philadelphia suburbs and famously uh, took Greyhound buses to and from Scranton to Philly, that shit was not going on. Viola Davis, wow. Annalise Keating, get it together. Move get it to together. DC. Truly get it together, Miss Annalise. Also, not for nothing, but she was <laughs> someone that we should be looking up to. She famously said, why is your penis on a dead girl's phone? And that is an iconic line which does not get the credit. And it's going to be rule of culture number 46. Why, Why is your, your penis, penis on a dead, dead girl's phone? phone? Does not get the credit. Does not get and the that's, credit. that's a rule of culture. And also just the way that her character is introduced when she's writing in chalk the name of her class, how to get away with murder. <laughs> I have chills running down my neck. Startling. It is. And uh, see, Viola Davis, Kerry Washington, obviously, like any real American, I would take a bullet for either of them. Right. And uh, there's a moment in How to Get Away with Murder where, like, uh, Kerry Washington is in a scene. I actually, I think because I was in quarantine, I felt tears welling. Wow. Because I was like, and I remember thinking, I also had been drinking, like, the whole day. It's probably, it was probably like 2 30 in the afternoon. I'd been drinking, you know, drinking all day. Yeah. Um, And I remember thinking, how lucky am I? Yeah. <laughs> that we get this crossover. <laughs> like the, the the talent in one room. And I just kept thinking, and all of these things are going through my mind. I was like, Annalise Keating is she's acting like the protege of of Carrie Washington right now in the juxtaposition of that. And then like yeah, I have that moment outside my body, and I'm like, you need water. Yeah, I, I think what I, you need to do uh, is actually <laughs> you need a glass of fucking water. You need water. to drink water you because you don't know rate. these. Fake women. <laughs> yeah. Olivia Pope was big for me too. I loved her oh boldness in dressing in all white all the time and drinking her red wine. Red wine. Huge 
comically huge glasses that didn't get enough attention. They're Here's, very her glasses are very from Pier One June yes, 21st. Pier one imports, Everything yeah. in her home. Starter, <laughs> starter, starter glass set. Yeah. Starter yeah. set. But here's my thing with Shonda. We talk about Shonda. We do. All the time. Not even, not, we just, we just talk about Shonda. In the she world. comes up. But this is my thing. You guys are talking about like the way Viola Davis's character gets introduced. She's writing the damn title of the show on a chalkboard. It's like mm-hmm. Shonda did not used to be this. Shonda used to write, like when Grey's first started, like the thing that I loved about <laughs> Grey's was, oh, this perfect is just pilot. Perfect, perfect pilot. pilot. This is just Ally McBeal, but surgeons where it's like sexy like little quips like not actually melodrama and now any shonda rhimes show it's like like a meteor's hit the hospital it's like or whatever it's <laughs> yes like, yeah it's, it's like so like it so goes crazy. there too quickly and exactly too often. exactly it's as soon as denny as soon as denny died at the end of season two of grace that's Shonda like got it in her head. I, I don't know. I'm speaking for her, but it's like <laughs> she, she got it in her head that this is what the people want. They want like these insane, unbelievable circumstances. And I feel like I miss the old Shonda, which was like grounded, funny, like charming. I don't know. See, I feel like when Shonda would pop off is in the dialogue. Yes. And that's what I love. And the set PC nature of the episodes now where it's, it's like, there's a lion loose in Seattle. Grace! <laughs> it's like, uh, oh no. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't believe that, that we're here, you know? Yeah. And also what really lost me was when they did the shooting episode. But actually the shooting episode had a great moment though where Remember when the shooter like points the gun to April Kepner and April's like, I have two brothers and I have my, my, my father's a farmer. But like a great moment where she like, she just like starts to like spill personal details. And then the shooter, like, I mean, there are, there are still great moments of TV. That to me is what we call trauma porn. Yes. And irresponsible <laughs> and bad. But don't you miss the episodes of Grey's and like season two when the whole, the A story, the A story was Callie didn't wash her hands in front of Meredith and Izzy. And that was the entire story. And it was so funny. Small. Small. And like the end of the episode is like a Regina Spector song and George and Callie are talking to each other. And Callie's like, you have to stand up for me. Mm-hmm. You have to tell people I washed my hands. Like such <laughs> such good writing. I don't know. I miss it. It's just a, the little things. Because those, those, I wasn't a Grace. Mm. Oh, you, never... have, you have a lot to catch up on. Because well, should... I didn't even watch Survivor either, which now I'm like afraid to get I'm afraid to get into it because no, I know I know I will. You I know sh- it. you actually should fear you getting should, into you, it because you, because you won't turn back and but it is fucking great. You will love it. And as someone who's competed on a reality show, I think you will love it. And I'm sure. And I feel like you would love the first two seasons of Grey's too. Really I'm would. I'm sure I would love Grey's because I do like I, you, the thing is is that you really Sh- Shonda Rhimes is a genius. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know. oh, I mean fully. We're here being like we wish Shonda would be better. <laughs> and it's like we w- I would cut off my half working penis to have an ounce of the talent yeah that that uh, is that and is I'm, I'm with you i mean hello it well, can leave you. me i don't need it i don't need the top half if i can have full talent if you yeah. can have full talent but i think wait didn't seek treatment do a thing recently <laughs> another podcast that adam is on um didn't seek treatment do something recently where like shonda rhimes is now shilling is like in these pen commercials now where, well, like, I'm sure what? she's suddenly on camera talent. But she, <laughs> she's she's in these pen commercials, being like, like the marking of scripts with like I I I rely on this brand pen, blah blah blah, and then truly like an Girl. assistant. No, but he, here's this is the beautiful part. I think I think this is what happens. Some assistant knocks on her door and goes, Shonda, they're expecting that pilot uh, by seven, and then she looks at her pen and goes, that won't be a problem, uh- and then. <laughs> 
so good. That won't, that be, a won't problem, be a problem. Because I have this pen. Pen. And only this pen. Oh it's as God. easy as uh, having an amazing pilot is as easy as having that pen. And you're talking about a woman who already makes hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. It's so amazing. it's like, what <laughs> must the check have been like? Oh, you right. know, Big Pens has been fucking lining their pockets waiting for this moment. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 100%. What's, Wait, your, what's your dream endorsement? What's your dream or not? Yeah. Like, what's your you dream? You must have pen? had some good ones. I've had some, I've had some good ones. Um, a fun, I did a commercial for Skittles once, which was, very I fun. love the Skittles commercial. I really um, do. And obviously, it came with mini Skittles, um, which that was fantastic. I think Skittles was probably the most fun. I've, I've done like little ones. I always do think um, as a true influencer, I would yeah. only work with the brand I <laughs> know and love. I can stand um, behind. Well, so I did this one thing. I did I did something with Nivea once, and it was this <gasps> like... Sh- this, um, this. I remember sh- the Nivea. I did it with this football player, Danny Amendola, who I love he always I think it's so funny because it's like he's he seems exactly like somebody who like wouldn't be friends with me but he comments on (gasps) all my Instagram posts we're obsessed we stand Danny Amendola in this house and is he hot yeah he's the hottest absolutely one because you know you want to say Tom Brady is hot but then you stare at him too long and you're like I'm not sure full on Monet yeah (laughs) (gasps) I'm not sure yeah Yeah. no you know do it next time. You see him, you go, he's he's really hot. And then you look no. at him a little bit and you're like... Busted. He looks huh. busted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I Absolutely. Think I, I'm going to get... I'm actually going to be a big fat pass on that one. Pass on Tom Brady or pass on us not thinking on Tom Brady? Tom Brady, I pass. Oh, absolutely. Just as a person, bad. Like Yes. And no, we yeah, you're right. We're not we advocating for him. We've yeah. actually passed. Wait, yeah. before before we take one more break and then do I Don't Think So, Honey, I do want to ask quickly about Dancing with the Stars. Okay. Okay, were you ever in the position where you were like almost voted out? No. So you were like, you sort of clear to the end? I did, and I, yeah, I did. That's it was really, <laughs> it was actually really hard. It was yeah, hard. Yeah, but you, you still like were exceptional the whole way through. That's amazing. Oh my God, thank you so much. Wow. Because I remember, I, I, I don't actually, I didn't actually watch the show, but I watch all clips. Like yeah. I'm the kind of person that watches the clips of the voice. I don't like watch oh, the I'm voice. Oh, I'm a clip yes. watcher. I'm a clip, I'm a clip I can't girl. commit. And that's because I can commit we're, to a clip, but I yeah, can't. Yeah, 100%. And that's, that's what makes Quibi us girls. Quibi girls, yeah. which yes. is also something we have to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> While we have you here. While we have you here. Wait, okay, no, just really quickly tell us what the show is about. Okay, so it's it's This Day in Useless Celebrity History. Yes. Celebrity so, history? It, you, it's just called Useless Celebrity History. Basically, okay. so we're on, the, we're on the Daily Essentials platform. The day the show comes out, we'll talk about something that happened on that day Great. in Useless Celebrity History. So we talk I about like Met Gala stuff. We talk about, you know, maybe like Lindsay Lohan having an album come out. It's, yes. it's really fun. So I'll do a bunch of straight to camera stuff. And then there's a skit in the middle and it's a lot of fun. Perfect. I love that. That's such a good premise. And let me tell you something. It's a quick bite. It's a quick bite. All you need is six minutes. All you need is six. So when is that? When is that coming out? Is that coming out this week? May fourth. May fourth. Um, so yeah. So May fourth is, and then we'll do. We're gonna do like a sneak peek. So we'll do the first ten episodes. We filmed a little bit here in my house just to kind of finish them up. Yeah. Um, but then we'll just um, wait until we can get back into studio and 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 continue shooting. Perfect. Amazing. We're looking forward to that, aren't we, Bone Yang? We are Monday, May 4th, Honey. That's coming honey. up. All it's right. So we're gonna take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to I don't think so, honey, with the one, the only Adam Rapon. Mm-hmm. 
There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, I'm Matt Rogers from Las Culturistas. And I'm Bowen Yang. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S.? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of laundry and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia and Intuit QuickBooks. Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like Cantina Chicken Tacos, burritos, and quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new Cantina Chicken Menu, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. And we're actually back. Yes. Yeah, we're actually back. I love being back. Yeah, one of my favorite things is to be back because when I'm gone, I I, I don't trust myself. And, and uh, people often miss me. But we're back for I Don't Think So, Honey. Wouldn't you say Bowen? I would say that. And but just really quickly, I just want to make sure Adam was quoting the Cup song just now. I, I just want to... Yes, that was, that that was. Going on? Uh, yeah, okay. it was... Um, Iconic um, culture. I pulled a lyric from the Cup song. 
Now, I think the Cup song is due for a comeback, and I, I'm not even really being ironic about this. I feel like the Cup song came and went. I mean, it, it did not. It deserved to let it go shelf life. Mm. Um, it did not quite have that. I feel like Cup song was 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 popping that one summer, and then it just disappeared. I feel like Cup song should come back. A lot of lot of memeable entry points in in Cup song. I I support it. What do you think, Matt? Well, I have to say that as a quibby girl, I have to publicly support Ms. Anna. Because Ms. Anna. even though Ms. Anna Kendrick and I have had our differences in the past, our differences mm -hmm. mostly being uh, I share John Early's sentiment that the title of her autobiography is Scrappy Little Nobody, and that is not good. Right. Um, but she's a I, quibby girl with, like I, us. I support my <laughs> quibby sister and her show Absolutely. about having a friendship with a sex doll, and I think that everyone should go ahead and check that yes. out. I also yes. don't think she was a stunning Cinderella and Into the Woods. I love Turn Into the Woods. I live for her and Into the Woods. And let me tell you, I was kind of like, so I'm kind of like similar with with Anna Kendrick that I am with Bryce Dallas Howard. Every time I see that Anna Kendrick is cast in something, I'm like, okay. Like I'm with Bryce Dallas Howard, I'm always like, okay. And then, then I watch it and I'm like, yeah, yeah that was they good. Through. They pulled through in the end. They'll, and they'll Bryce Dallas They'll and Bryce Dallas Howard gets you with the choices, and Anna Kendrick, I feel, gets you with the proficiency. But mm -hmm. but the, but then Anna Kendrick will hit you with um on the steps of the palace, and you're like, yeah, a we're, belted we're a belted final note of on belted. the steps of the palace, and we have to stand that and respect that one. You're gonna Completely. belt Sondheim. We have to. Gonna have we're gonna to have to stand. stand and happy birthday, Steve. And happy birthday, Steve. <laughs> we know you're out there. I just want to say happy birthday. Thank you Steve. for listening, Steve. Yes. Thank you for listening. We love Steve. you. Of course, Stephen Sondheim is one of our biggest fans of Las Culturistas. <laughs> He's written us many handwritten letters with actual. He, he sometimes says critiques. He has critiques, um, but we accept them. And we say thank you, Stephen. Happy 90th, Steve. Happy 90th. We really enjoyed the program celebrating your birthday. Hope you're well today. Kiss. Um. But I have an I don't think so, honey, if, if you don't mind, Bowen. I don't mind, and I um, would be happy to time yours. One second. All right, um, so I don't think so, honey, for everyone listening at home, is our 60-second segment that we do where we rail against something in culture that we just don't like. And also, you know, you guys might be wondering, like, when will be, we be able to do a live I don't think so, honey, show again? We were supposed to do them for New York Pride, but look, guys, Pride is canceled in New York this year. The second we can go out and do live shows again, you know that's the very first thing we're going to want to do. Oh, yes. Really feels like such a moment in time now, those shows, don't they? I know. I miss them very much, but we'll do, we'll do more. We'll do more And we'll for have sure. to have Adam Rapon on. Yes. To, to twirl oh, my God. If, if she'd Die. like to twirl. If she'd Are like you to kidding? Twirl, she's invited. Well, okay, Matt. Here we, what do you think, Bo? Here we I go. Think, I think it's time to go. I think it's time to do it. Okay. Here we go. This is Matt Rogers. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Almond milk. You're not milk. First of all, you don't taste like milk, mm. and you're a nut. And oh. you actually come from nuts. One thing I know about milk for sure is you come from a cow. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I apologize to everyone who's going to be sensitive about this, but I grew up in a house where we drank 2% milk, you snowflakes. Mm. And oh I put that God. in my cereal and filled it to the top. Wow. And I would have two kinds of cereal daily, raisin bran <laughs> and honey nut. Cheerios. Two, 30 and I seconds. would put two things in it. Mm. Raisins, strawberries. Oh, wait, no. I put a third thing in it. 2% milk. Why? Because it's milk. Almond milk, your expiration dates are confusing to me. Uh -huh. How can you be milk and stay for two months? 15 seconds. I don't understand this. And if it's not staying and I'm drinking old almond milk, someone needs to tell me. Because it's not clear on the box. It's not clear in life. These almond milk, almonds aren't even my favorite nuts. My favorite nuts are peanuts. Five seconds. Because I'm what? Normal. 
I don't and, think so, honey. And that's one minute. <laughs> You're, wow, we're really making some political statements here. And here's um, the thing. I have to go. Whenever I go into a coffee shop, I feel I'm going to be judged if I want to drink regular milk. Because these girls in L.A., now. it's taboo it's now. Taboo. You're being very dairy normative. You're being very peanut normative, I, I have to say. And um, and you called pe- and you and you employed a um, right wing sort of slur there by calling your people snowflakes. I think what I did there was I employed a right wing slur. <laughs> and, I, and that was at least with, someone's employed. And that yes, was, yes. And that was with full intention. <laughs> and I I'm really ready for Reddit to, yes. to truly now. read me to filth. And this is all across all Reddits. The last cult, we actually don't have a Reddit. But any anyone that wants to come for me about this almond milk thing, please. And yes, I will continue to drink almond milk in an effort to not have as much dairy, but I'm not happy about it. You're not happy about Nothing it. Nothing tastes the same. Oof. Well, don't don't you dare try it. It's oat like milk. the old saying goes, nothing tastes as good as milk tastes. Mmm. I think Kate, yeah, Kate Moss said that. Kate Moss said that. Okay. Wow. I love now, that. <laughs> now, what happens after I do my I Don't Think So, Honey, is Bowen Yang, it's custom for him to do his. Yes. Uh, and that's the culture of this podcast. And it has its own culture. And so now I would say it is time for Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So, Honey. Uh-huh. And I'll start that time now. I don't think so, honey. Heterosexual people's close friends on Instagram. Their close friend stories are not salacious, whether it's like you're not showing me nudes and you're not talking shit. So then why the hell are you posting a picture of your zucchini bread for me to see? It's not you're 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 drawing me in, you're coaxing me to see some content that I think might be cool and might be edgy and fun and feel personal to me. And I and then and then I go, wait, why? Why am I even on this close friend? I've not seconds. earned this, and you have not earned the the platform for close friends. Does that make sense? Like it does. It's all in bad faith on both sides. I don't trust straight people any more than I used to before close friends. Fifteen was a feature. seconds. So I don't know. There's a lot of goodwill to be made up, straight people, especially since, um, you know. Especially since now that we're all in this 5G Five. crisis, I don't have Wi-Fi anymore. I'm only relying on 5G. That's the real 5G conspiracy that's happening in America right now. That might have something to do with Corona. Who knows? The jury's still out. And that, that's uh, that's one minute and quite a conspiracy theory there. That was end. a master class. Thank you. It was but- really, really good. And I actually have to say, Bowen Yang has informed me that he is on the close friends of a heterosexual star. <laughs> yes. And I was very excited to find out that he was included on this I was heter- very heterosexual excited. stars, close friends. It was very exciting. And it's a hot heterosexual star. And we'll tell you afterwards who it is, Adam. Wow, but thank you. nary a nude, not even a shirtless pick. Just, 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 picture, I, you know, if I, I'm too afraid to use close friends. On, and I don't have a Finsta, and I feel like I'm really missing out on both. Bowen has a Finsta. I recommend the Finsta. Finsta's what do you fun. put on it? I think slutty I stuff. My... Slutty really? stuff. You, you talk shit about people. You screen grab. You screen cap a text you got from someone. And you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? It's fun. <laughs> okay. It's, fun. it's great. Right. It's a Reddit thread, basically. It's a Reddit. Essentially, thread. it's a Reddit friend for six or seven of your closest friends. <laughs> Honestly, the the whole the, the whole close friends thing is something I'm still navigating because as I get more and more sort of like stir crazy and quar, I do I did find myself being a slut on close friends the other day. I love it. And look, that's beautiful. You, you got to get your kicks because I'm never. Because let me tell you something. 
I don't know about you guys. Well, I know about you, Bowen, but I'm never being a whore on Maine. I'm never getting slutty on Maine. It's just not going to happen. I've gotten slutty on Maine. It's fine. I've gotten a little slutty on Maine. Sometimes my boyfriend tells me I don't post enough like shirtless pictures, and I'm like, okay. He wants you to. He's encouraging it. Yes. He is encouraging it. It's because he knows that's what the people respond to. Like whenever you post a thirst trap of yourself, it's sad but true. That is what gets the likes. That's, yeah. Yes, absolutely. And like I, I'll be posting like clips of game show. I'll be posting like pictures of this set and everything. And it's like 90 likes. Yeah, it's I like, mean, I could have a picture post- of a newborn fucking baby on my thing. And they're like, <laughs> show taint. Yeah. <laughs> it's show sad. taint, dads. Dads. <laughs> Dad, God, show hold. Like, it's it's, it's not, crazy, not the now, culture. For the baby. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's not the culture. The culture is spinning out of control. Speaking of culture, it's time for um, Adam Rapon to. I'm actually truly nervous, but I, I'll, I'm think I have an idea. You'll be great. You'll be great. This is Adam Rapon's. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Thecontainerstore.com. Oh, bitch! I've been on you all fucking day for about forty (laughs) five days now, and you know what? You're filled with BPA fucking bullshit. Wow! You have fucking plastic shit all over the place, and you know what? You fucking I drank the Kool Aid, bitch, because I want it all fucking in my house right now. You make me feel like I'm an unorganized slut, and that I need to have a fucking <laughs> drawers and organizers fucking everywhere in my entire house. 30 seconds. If I have wow. to look at another fucking, you know what? Lazy Susan, oh. get a job, bitch. Oh. I'm so fucking tired of looking at your damn clips that are $15. That's not uh. affordable. You know what? <laughs> Fuck you, thecontainerstore.com. It takes... 14 days to get something shipped to me now. I know we live in a crisis, but I want my fucking organizers here and I want them now. That's enough out of you. Get me my shit immediately. <gasps> Bye, bitch. And oh, that's one, that's minute. one minute. The container store, I just, I got an alert on my phone that they're out of business. Out of business. And a oh, beautiful business. use of the phrase, that's enough out of you. That's enough out of you. <laughs> I Thank love you. it. Thank you. We I think I said it a few times, even. I, I think, well, that's how you know it's something that lives inside your heart. Mm-hmm. That's how you know it's that that's something that you should be saying. You know, Honestly, you know you're in a dark place when you're <laughs> measuring out how many different sized Lazy Susans can fit in one cupboard. Look, Wait, what, what is a Lazy Susan? A, I thought oh, it was just the, Bowen, Lazy Susan. What Susans is a Lazy Susan? Lazy I, Susans are the things that you put on the counter that spin. Yes, like, okay, that's yeah. what I thought. That's what I thought, but... But you guys are putting them in your in your shelves on your shelves. Oh my god! You can put them you in your shelving, it. and it's really cool. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. gorgeous. It's actually stunning. Okay. You know, a lazy Susan. This is just a gift, a, a, a gift of some knowledge to all the readers, and it's a tip, really. Uh-huh. A lazy Susan is a wonderful housewarming gift. Oh, that's right. That is, and it's a it's a great yeah. gift, really. I mean, if if you have any idea what the sort of aesthetic of a friend's house is, and you need to get them something, a lazy Susan is something that no one else will think of. Yeah. And it's useful and mm-hmm. they and and it gets displayed right. sometimes. I'm, I'm going to paint a picture for you really quick. Okay. Think Go of on. all the the cleaning supplies underneath your sink. It's a disaster down there. It's yes. a rat's nest. Yes. Yeah. Put down a lazy Susan. Oh my god. And suddenly just, they're twirling. L- l- yeah, and you can that those bottles in the back, that mm. wasp killer that you have for every yep. once huh. a year when they make a nest on your patio out mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. This is very LA culture, okay? Yes, keep going. Yes. <laughs> and I bet uh, you, you you'll use more of your products that way too because you won't be like, yes. "Oh, I have to reach all the way back there and get them." You simply You spin. have an inventory. Absolutely. You're so you know, right. 
another way you can use a lazy susan which is how i bought greta a lazy susan i bought greta an abe one and they mm -hmm. use it to put their breakfast condiments out on the table and they spin the it's a great brunch thing if you're having mm. people or if you're going somewhere for brunch like a picnic bring the lazy susan out yes you can do that um the lazy susan you know she's not too heavy you know, she's a beautiful girl. She comes in all different kinds of colors. I have one that's marble, which, wouldn't you know it, matches my countertops. Mm. Um, that's chic. elegance. That, elegant. Yeah. That's but we, elegant. We, we, we cannot make the children forget that um, Container Store is busted and they sell BPA <laughs> nonsense. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, you are, you're going to get sick. You're going to get sick. You're actually yeah. going to get sick. You're, you're actually going to get sick. <laughs> Now, I want to say something about this episode. I didn't get sick. I'm much more well. Oh, I'm much more I, well. I, I actually feel better now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I do too. I bet people will not believe that this is the first, well, hashtag, I mean, quote unquote, met. But this is the first time we have met. I know. I know. Well, I mean, I love you guys. So I think you're both so funny in your own right. And I love you both so much on this podcast. So I'm a huge fan. Um, I mean, we are a huge fan of you, an American icon, an American hero. An American icon, a queer icon, queer hero. We love you so much. You said it. And can you, you believe we it. didn't even touch on that damn Mike Pence? And, you know, he he doesn't deserve it. No. We didn't we we didn't touch on Miss Reese Witherspoon and she does deserve it. She does. Yes, absolutely. She does. She does deserve it. Um, first Wait, of all, what's... My, Mike just, Pence is just an ass. He's just so he's fucking asshole. dumb. He's just dumb. Yes. Yeah. Is, 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 does it feel good to be able to just say he's so fucking dumb now and not be like, yes, I guess I would be open to a conversation with the right. president. Yeah, it feels so good. It does feel so good. I mean, it feels so good not to like have Meghan McCain tell you that like you should be doing something different and not to get fucking heckled by the fucking Trump family. Oh, Fuck yeah. you. Yeah, how no, do they? For, how does he not have? How has he not been infected? I don't understand. He's like yeah. touching everything. He's around everyone. He is not careful. He it's just one of those cruel twists of fate where, of course, that person who like yes. is like defiant and encouraging defiance is not going to reap any. Like he is Teflon. It is so annoying to watch. But the thing about Reese Witherspoon, I just want to say, is she is first and foremost not an Academy Award winner. First and foremost, not even a mother, not even a wife, not even a producer. She's first and foremost. A quibby girl. A quibby girl. And she a has a girl. show, Fierce Queens, where you can watch Reese Witherspoon narrate an ant colony and how the women rip the men to shreds. Now, my that's favorite just... part of those episodes are when she she does the whole narration and it's beautiful, and then she goes back and they're like, and she uh, uh, the the ant then is queen again, and then they go back to studio. <laughs> she goes. Wow, that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, she is. I love the way she enters it. She goes, hey, hey, you guys. So today we're going to literally watch an amazing video. She she is so like, she, I love her. Like she was doing a live, uh, like the day of the Quibi launch, she was doing a live and she was like having all these conversations with people who were going to have Quibi shows. And she's like, you guys, right now is going to be such an amazing day because <laughs> we're having my, one of my best friends, Lena away. And I was like, you are not best friends with everyone in Hollywood. But she has suddenly become that Hollywood girl who is best friends with everyone. Like, honestly, yeah. can see her becoming an Oprah. Yeah. She, she's like a connector. Absolutely. She, and she's so, like, have, has she ever been on SNL when you've, no, she hasn't. Come she well, hasn't, not since I've been there. Yes. She, she was, she was, she hosted when 
Sudi, Sudi, Sudi was hired as a writer of the year, I think, after she hosted, and she had sent them all like gifts and stuff. And she's like, of course, iconic yes. in SNL because she yeah. hosted the episode back from nine eleven. Yeah. yeah, she's an icon. <sighs> Thank she's you, icon. Reese. You know, she's I I met her one, icon. I met her one time. Yeah, and we met on the the uh, some talk show. And um, she was there because it was in New York. So she was there doing press for like, what, what's that movie? The house with the walls and the clock is inside the walls. Oh, yes. House uh, with was the it clock. Home, home Again? No, no, House with the Clock and it's and, and Thank you. Was she in that? <laughs> I don't know. No, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. <laughs> oh, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a clock. They have she walls in there, too. The yeah. Oh, 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 no, no, no. She was in Wrinkle in Time. Thank you. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Wow, famously, what a journey. Famously, yes. famously. So she was doing Wrinkle in Time press. And um, I mean, she was just like a, really just cheering me on during the Olympics. So She was. So we got to meet and she she was like, I really have to go. And I, my brother went to the, because my brother lives in Queens. So he came to the show and I have a really good friend, um, uh, who who lives in Manhattan? I was like, come to the show, and so they were backstage, and um, <laughs> Reese was like, I really have to go, but I want to meet your family, and so <gasps> I I went out, and I was like, uh, it was with uh, Stephen Colbert, so I was out with Colbert, and she went, and she was like, I want to meet Adam's family, so it was my brother and my friend, oh and my her security comes up, and they're like, you know, we're just here to see Adam's family, and he's like, Sarah, come on, and, and he's like, are you family? And my brother turns to my my like best friend who's with him he goes this is my sister <laughs> and he grabs her and they go down and Reese was just like it's so nice to meet you she was she's everything you want her to be wow. honestly and and the thing is like I do want her to be a lot and I still believe she's all of that and more I exactly and exactly. also like I just enjoy her work so much like Big Little Lies to me was like so good and she was the best part of it yeah I agree uh, a moment. and with that standing we have to wrap up the episode, but Adam Rapon, thank you so much for being here. Thank on. you. This was so fun. The pleasure was all mine. You guys are fantastic. From one Quibi girl to another. From one Quibi girl Quibi to girls another, Quibi girl to, to another. Um, we um, have to have you back on in person at some point. Please. Very yeah, soon. we've been saying like that's the kind of that's the thing that sucks about doing all these at home episodes is we get to, to book all these cool guests and then we don't get to hang out with them. So one day soon. One day please. soon. I'm ready. I'm ready when you are. I'm ready when the world is. Yes. And, Come on. And that actually reminds me of a Taylor song. Okay. Here we go. We're going to close out on a song. We end with, we, we, we end every episode with the song. Matt, go. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for it? We Put love on that you, album Taylor. the other night. So good. What? I love, I love oh, reputation. Repu reputation. We love, love reputation. We love. We love. We love. Bye. Bye. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly. Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. 
Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.